Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode number one of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I am your host, Vacationeer Tom, and I am joined this week by my son, Vacationeer Ian. Ian, say hello. Hey. Uh, my brother, Vacationeer Joe, say hello. Hello. Fantastic. You're in our old rocking chair. And <laughs> his son, Vacationeer Chris. Say hola, Chris. Hello. <laughs> hello. Okay. He translated that for you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's very wise. Uh, on this week's show, uh, we'll be discussing our minication that we went to Carowinds Theme Park in Charlotte, North Carolina, back uh, over the Memorial Day weekend. I will also be posting a YouTube version of this episode that will have photos and videos that we, t- we, that we took while we were there so that mm-hmm. you can actually see what we're talking about. Uh, so go to the YouTube channel, that's Vacationers Podcast, and find it there. Uh, we went to this uh, minication as part of the CoasterRadio.com meetup event. Uh, and recently they actually started doing meetups and this is the first one that we uh, decided to go to. So uh, I called Joe and Chris and said, let's go. Um, so I think where we should start is the tickets. What do you guys think? Yeah, Chris and Ian don't care because they didn't pay any money for them. But <laughs> Joe and I will begin with the tickets. Uh, so the, the, the tickets we got um, were the 2017 all-inclusive ticket. Uh, Joe and I got that. That included the admission with the Fast Plus, Fast Lane Plus, uh, dining plan uh, where you can eat every 90 minutes, uh, the Fun Picks Photo Pass, as well as a souvenir cup with the free refills for that day. Uh, and that was $135 for that, plus taxes and fees. Uh, what we got, the, uh, the boys, is the admission and the Fast Lane Plus combo ticket, and that was $116 plus taxes and fees. Uh, and that came out to about a total of $265 uh, once it was all said and done. So the Fastlane Plus, you get 24 uh, cut-the-line rides, which is insane. It's everything from Fury 325 down to the Scrambler, which is, in, <laughs> which is crazy that you can uh, cut the lane in the Scrambler. The one interesting point of this is, though, although you get all the coasters with the exception of one, you do not get the Ricochet coaster. And we had to stand like the GP in that line and we had to wait, which was awful. But we did. And, and, and it's the worst coaster in the history of roller coasters. Oh, yeah, they're all the and same, as right? As far as the dumb factor goes, and we waited while that ride was broken down for at least a half an hour. Oh, yeah, and then some lady came up and flipped the switch and got it running in two seconds while two teenage girls couldn't figure it out. It was pretty amazing. But uh, yeah. <laughs> That was really great. And Although have... the beauty of the ricochet is that you just... You're just hoping to not die at every curve. <laughs> I don't know about you, but for me, and I just feel like the whole thing's going to fall over and I'm going to die strapped into this stupid car. Let me tell every you. Every time I ride it, it's absolutely terrifying. And we got the fun picks, and believe it or not, we have a photo of On the Ricochet. This will be the only park that I, I don't know of any <laughs> other park that has a photo, a working photo booth for uh, their Ricochet. I think Hangs of Mean has one. Is it working? I'm. They yeah. have the station. It's still a photo station after you get off the ride. And it is still a photo station? Sometimes it's on, sometimes it's not. I don't know. I haven't been there in a year or so. Wow. Well, that's unbelievable. 
Well, then never mind. But I, we have a The photo. fact that they want your expression on that ride other than just ab <laughs> abject fear. Just, I cannot figure out. Well, go to our YouTube channel, like I said, and see that photo because it will definitely be part of the, uh, the photo uh, and videos that we show uh, that's underlying this uh, podcast. <laughs> it is quite amazing. You also have the Roaring Rapids. Oh, yeah, the Rip... What is it called? The Rip Roaring Rapids. Rip Roaring Rapids. Uh, yeah. Uh, skip what? That was like an hour or two, maybe, a line? Yeah, that line was insanely long. Uh, that was a really long line, but we got to walk past the, the best part of it, and it was really nice because that was actually one of the better rapids I've been on, too. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it's an interesting one. Although, I must say, we did do an epic fail on uh, getting them wet the second time when they went without us, and we had control of the guns. I, I'm not sure what happened. It's really bad because we spent like two dollars and quarters on timing all of the all of the jets, and we had the timing down. We doused a ton of strangers. Yes, we got them as soon as it came. But, but the kids came. The timing choked. was just all messed up, and we, I don't think we got a drop on any. We we choked big time. It was awful. Yeah, like yeah, like you said, we <laughs> we spent like two bucks getting getting everything ready. We knew exactly what to do, and when the time came, we we failed miserably. Uh, but as far as the other rides, yeah, you can go on everything, including the uh, uh, the new, uh, boy, what's the name of that thing? Oh, the Electro Spin, which uh, Chris and Ian uh, rather enjoyed. And uh, you and I, Joe, we, we, we weren't having anything of it. That thing was just awful. That's that one near uh, the fun, Funnel Cake stand. Oh, that I that was the most terrible ride. Yeah, that We did that early in the morning, and I was just absolutely ruined. Until the funnel cake was ready. <laughs> that that was that was pure pure misery. Yeah, I thought it was amazing personally. Yeah, you and I, mean, I, I you really liked it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I guess because you're young. I, I don't know. That thing was just. <laughs> and if it would have lasted thirty yeah. more seconds, that'd been the end. I still would have ate a funnel cake, but man, it'd have been it'd been awful. <laughs> Let's go to coasterradio.com events that we uh, that we did. So we did the podcast airing, which was really cool. Uh, I've never actually seen them uh, live record a podcast. Uh, I saw some of their Tuesday night looking stuff, and that was kind of cool too. But uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, since Ian and I are the only regular listeners, uh, I, Joe and Chris, uh, do you have any comments about the uh, podcast recording? Have you, have you gone back and actually listened to the podcast, I guess, is the first question. I went back and listened to part of it just to see how it was different than what we experienced live and it's kind of neat to see you know what what we experienced versus what aired but i didn't listen to the whole thing um uh, it was i was listening to it it was during a work day and someone called me about actual work i needed to do so i decided to turn that off and get back to my job and i never actually went back and listened to the whole thing very interesting very tell that's that's also why you don't get on those coasters to get your count your poser. That is true. I'm I'm not as dead I'm not as dedicated <laughs> to to the roller coaster lifestyle. I, I love roller coasters. I like roller coasters. I just I just don't like them as much as you guys do. You're too old. That's that's what it is. All right. So uh, then we did the water gun battle, which uh, I, let me tell you something. I didn't think I didn't tell you guys about game theory <laughs> or how we should play that out. So it was, it was the water guns, the ones that you shoot the gun. The water into the little Amy hole, and a, and a thing goes up, and the winner, you know, obviously the person that gets it up first wins. So, they they had what? How many legs? Four, five, different. Uh, there were four. There were four. For some reason, there's four Chris of us. And Ian joined the same leg I was in. <laughs> there's four of us. So 
I get in the first leg thinking, okay, I'm going to go to the first one. No one else is in it. Good. Let's split this out. That way we have a better chance of winning. Why would we go against each other? So I lose the first one, even though I think there was something wrong with that. Because I, at one point, the lady said I was winning, and I never deviated off of that hole, and I end up losing. But that's neither here nor there. So, but in the same thing with me, because I soundly beat the other competitors and <laughs> still ended up not winning my heat. Well, yeah. And then I look over. I, I, I'm recording, which I can, I can put that in the YouTube as well. I'm recording a short video of heat two, and I see Ian. I'm like, okay, Ian's in this heat. <laughs> but I look over, and there's Chris. Oh, well, Chris joined them too. They look further down, and there you are. <laughs> like, all three of you in the same heat. Like, man, these guys. Are- I'm pretty sure we need to blame our wives for this because it was <laughs> not as honest as that caused this. It was amazing. I, I couldn't believe it. But you know what? We didn't stay uh, because we had the Fast Lane Plus. We really uh, didn't do a lot of the podcast extras. Uh, we didn't hang out with everybody as much as we uh, could have. Um, we, we showed up for the podcast, we did the game. And as soon as we lost, we headed out because we wanted to hit everything. Um, plus, you know, our 90-minute window for our food. <laughs> we had to, was ticking. <laughs> we got to eat. Uh, so I guess we go next. I think that's all we did, right? As far as the meetup stuff. Was right. Yeah, I think that that was the one we did. Then we went and we listened to the recording of the podcast, which was really kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that, that was cool. Uh, so. Uh, next I actually one. brought out a, a puppet for a coaster boy. Yes, and that, that, was, that, was, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. That, that was really fun. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. So let's talk next about the dining plan. Now this thing is, so how that works is you have 90 minutes. Every 90 minutes uh, you can go and order uh, an entree and I think a dessert or just an entree. Well, I think you get to eat once every 90 minutes regardless of what you get. Yeah, you, you, yeah. do you get dessert with it though? I don't remember ever getting dessert. If you, no, we no, do not get dessert. A, yeah, it was just a, so you, you went and you got, and I don't think a drink was included, but we got the souvenir cup separate so we had unlimited drinks anyway so it didn't matter usually when we go for the 90 minutes you know it's all about do not share you're not allowed sharing blah 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 uh i think they probably have the wording of that on the carowinds website however the dishes that you get really seem to indicate that they don't mind you sharing with someone else like everything we got they seem to be designed specifically to share (laughs) yeah like we got pizza it came with two slices of pizza and two breadsticks i mean that that's got to be for sharing, right? What, what else do we get? We got, we got a ton of stuff, and every time we got something, it just seemed like it was portioned to share with someone else. So it was a very strange uh, scenario <laughs> at this park. That it was. It was it, what I noticed is each meal was not quite enough for two people. Yeah, well, you had every 90 but minutes, it was so it didn't have to be. <laughs> two serving, so you could easily split every meal in half. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it was not quite enough for two people, but... People don't eat every 90 minutes, normal human beings, right? I mean, we, you know, we wait several hours. So by the time we got to 2 o'clock in the afternoon, every 90 minutes felt like, oh, my gosh, we got to eat again? <laughs> but we had to do it. <laughs> yeah, and we did. I mean, uh, <laughs> you got to get value out of this mail plan. <laughs> but let's so we did. I mean, I think, that, I think the least food you get is like the, the chicken strips was where you got the, the least amount. The pizza deals were just absolutely fantastic. You know, two big slices of pizza and two breadsticks every time you got to eat. So, yeah, it was it was good. But let's let's, let's get serious now. The oh, yeah. the best thing they had was in the <laughs> funnel cake land. Whatever, what is it called? County fair. In the county fair, they and this is the only place you can get the funnel cakes. 
because we tried later in the <coughs> night to get the funnel cakes at a different stand, and they said, oh, no, 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 you have to go back to the county fair to get them, and uh, you better believe we made that walk to get that funnel cake. Because these funnel cakes, so when you go up to this funnel cake stand at the county fair, they have an automated section where you can, like, touch screen, like a sheet. I don't know if anybody knows sheets. If you're not in East it was terrible because you went through and you punched everything and you ordered your funnel cake and then you couldn't pay for it with your meal plan. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't do it. But that's where they had the ice cream, they had the syrups, and they had it just you could just put stupid amount of stuff on this funnel cake. So as soon as they said, oh no no, if you have the meal plan, you have to order it at the window. I thought, okay, so we're getting the basic powdered sugar funnel cake. Like all those extras, there's no chance we're getting that stuff. They're all gone. <laughs> so when the guy asked me, <laughs> he asked me, what do you want in your funnel cake? I said, well, I got the meal plan. What can I get? And he named off everything. I was like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> give me all the ice cream. Give me the, the syrup and the, uh, what else was there? The, the whipped cream and... Well, I mean, there, there were syrups and the, whip, the ice cream. You had the chocolate ice cream and the vanilla ice cream man. and the caramel and the chocolate oh. and the whipped cream. And then they threatened to put fruit on it and we had yeah, to say no. Please. Uh, the powdered sugar. Oh, my. So we got that twice. So we got that. That's in fact that was the first thing we got in the meal plan, and it was the last thing we got in the meal plan, and it was absolutely amazing. Um, but uh, overall, yeah, I, I I thought you got a pretty good value from that meal plan, especially the way that the meals, the things that you got seemed to be, seemed to allow you to share, um, even though I'm sure you're not allowed. But uh, uh, we we did, and man, that funnel cake, forget about it. Uh, so I think we should get into the coasters because we talked dining. Uh, is there anything else about dining you guys want to talk about? Other than the souvenir cup, I'd say get the souvenir cup and the refills because it was a hot day and the Carolinas get very hot and very muggy and we drank a lot. Yes, yes we did. Uh, okay, so let's get into the coasters themselves. I figured we'd talk to them uh, or talk about them worst to best. <coughs> and uh, the suspense is on to see which one's the best. Uh, we'll talk about the work. <laughs> I think we're going to start with uh, my so Joe, I think you could be quiet for like the first half of these because I don't think you wrote any of these ones. Like the first. I did. Work. I wrote Nighthawk. You somehow conned me into oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's the. Against uh, all, so, every instinct I had, and I was absolutely correct. Let me ask Chris first. All right, Chris, do you have the uh, lineup of coasters in front of you? Uh, no, I do not, but I remember most of uh, Okay, so what coasters. would you say is the worst coaster at Carowinds? Vortex. Wow, you even named that name. Yep. Wow, you are good, sir. You are good. Yeah, uh, Ian, you. Uh, Vortex is the worst. Now, Joe, you didn't ride this, right? It was a standing coaster? Vortex, I did not ride that. I saw a standing coaster. I had been on the standing coaster at um, Cedar, Cedar Point, Point when it was still a standing coaster. I, I understand they replaced it since then. But it was such a terrible experience that I have been cured from standing roller coasters for the rest of my life. Cool. But the interesting thing about the standing coaster, Ian, I don't know if you recall this, uh, the sign above it that says, mm. please do not sit on the seats, which is amazing. I actually took a picture of it, and you'll see it in the YouTube channel. <laughs> There's signage that says, do not sit on the seats for this coaster, which is quite funny because they are seats after all. They, I'd assume they were meant to be sat in, but maybe they should rename that from seats to... Uh, uh, crotch supporters or something. I don't know. But yeah, it's very strange signage that they don't want you sitting on the seats. So let's move on to the next coaster. So this might be debatable, the next one. Um, I personally, Nighthawk was awful, but man, the uh, Tacoma Boomerang, the Flying Cobras, 
Boomerang should just be ripped out of every park. I, I don't know why they exist. They're just awful rides. I, I can't stand them. Uh, so I think my second worst would be the Flying Cobras. Uh, that thing was just... Uh, again, that's another one that you'll never catch me dead on that thing again. Ian, what do you think? I'd have to agree. Yeah. I don't know if you should even call it a roller coaster. I mean, it was on a track, and you're in a car, but it was designed more like a flat ride. Yeah, it's like the Larson. It was, it was really terrible. It was just because it's right beside the that ride that spun us to where we were just absolutely ill, and then you guys walked off that right onto the Flying Cobras. I don't know how you did it. Well, it wasn't easy, but we had to do what we had to do. You know what I mean? Uh, and I, I, was, I, was, I was high on uh, Final Make Sugar at the time, so I wasn't thinking straight. Uh, yeah, so that thing was awful. Uh, nobody's, no, no one's gonna do that ever again. Uh, the next one, I, I, it would have to be Nighthawk, right? That, that thing was just god awful as well. Now Nighthawk uh, was absolute misery. Yeah, and it, plus it was hot, like you said, and that's those are the ones that they they recline you back, so you're just looking straight up at the sun. Oh man, that's just, uh, they, that's just miserable. You know the difference that shocked me because when you said we gotta go on it, it reclines you because I remembered the ride in where what was it the Manta that yeah, reclined you forward to where you were hanging from it was such a great fantastic ride. That's SeaWorld. You know if you went ninety degrees the other way and you were reclining back with your head up that it could turn into such a miserable ride. Now it's going to be just a uh, the middle. One, two, three, four. There's four more before you get to the top three. So uh, I guess I'll just say, or I'll, I can go through uh, what they are. There's uh, Hurler, which we all rode at King's Dominion. Uh, that one, yeah, it's an old wooden coaster. I don't much care for it, but it's, I, I, I might ride it. If we went back, because Hurler now is gone forever at King's Dominion, I may ride it just for nostalgia's sake, but uh, if it was closed, I wouldn't feel bad. Uh, it's not that nothing special. Uh, so okay, that was Hurler, uh, Carolina Cyclone. <clears throat> that's their Loch Ness monster, and you know that's your aerodynamics looping coaster. Uh, this one's unique because it the track changes colors like four times. It's very I, I don't because of the I, I don't know why, but the track goes from like yellow to blue to pink. I don't know what the, all the four colors are, but it's a weird one. Uh, did you ride that one, Joe? I did not ride that one. I've, I've went on that. The Watkins Monster is, seems to be okay with me, but I've gone on the King's Dominion version, which is a little bit longer, which just seems like man, you're just so cramped when you're in those cars. And I don't know how you fit in it because you're so much taller than me anyway, but I feel like incredibly cramped in those. And I decided, well, let, let me let, save my limited ability to take this kind of torque anymore. Um, so I decided to save it for the Fury and uh, tap out of the Carolina Cyclone. Uh, Chris, do you remember uh, what's it called? Carolina Cyclone. Uh, yes, I do. And I was not a big fan of it at oh. all. Let's see. What is next on our list? Ricochet. Love me some Ricochet. <clears throat> yeah, that's their wild mouse. Ricochet or the mouse. Is it called the mouse at some place? Uh, actually, the name of the ride is Wild Mouse. I mean, unless the line's bro unless it's broken, there's no line, right? I mean, because no, there was a. Why would you Why would you wait for it other than the fact that the line's broken and you're already standing there? There was a little bit of a line all day because I kept my eye on it as we passed it because I knew there was no we didn't we couldn't get in uh, quickly, and I wanted to get that credit, so I, I kept an eye on it. And at some point, when the day was coming to an end and the line was basically steady, 
I was like, wow, man, we got to jump in if we're going to do it. Um, and then, of course, as soon as we did wow, that. Wow, I'm shocked broke. by that because I, I never even gave it a second look all day. So If I didn't want the credit, I, I, yeah, I'm with you because you ride one wild mouse, you rode them all. So I wouldn't. It is literally the exact same ride at every single park. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a couple of differences in some of them, but I, yeah, I don't know the logistics of that. But yeah, that, that, yeah, I, I won't, I would not wait to ride that one ever again. Uh, but I'd walk onto it maybe, just so I could relive uh, a little bit of Zombie Land. Oh, that's right. That was in that movie, wasn't it? Oh, that's man. funny. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, so now we have Carolina Gold Rusher. That's the mine train. Um, now, like I said, I wrote a bunch of mine trains this summer, new ones that I don't recall. They're kind of all running into one another. Is this the one that had the tunnels and everything and that was down underground? Or is that a different park? I think a lot of them have tunnels. Yeah, but... I honestly don't remember anything about the ride. Yeah. I know we went on it, but other than that, it was unremarkable. Yeah, yeah, I, I know nothing about it either. Chris, you, you seem to have a good memory. You know anything about this mine train? Other than that we wrote it? I'm pretty sure there's like some. You go underground like somewhat, but um, other than that, I can't recall too much. Yeah, okay. It's over by the Wild River ride, right? No. No? <laughs> I don't know. No? Okay, see, see, I don't know nothing about it. I'm out. This was by the Flying Cobras. Oh, really? It was like right outside the county. Wow. Oh. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. All right, then we'll get... Okay, now we're into the top three. This is where it gets good. Afterburn. That's your uh, B&M suspended. Very good ride. Um, I don't know if I would rank it above Alpengeist. Uh, what's the one at... Montu. Montu. That one's good. Uh, what's the one at Cedar Point? Raptor. Raptor. Yeah, I think that's probably my second favorite. So, yeah, this is a, it's a good B&M suspended coaster. Um I yeah uh, I don't know much, not much more to say about that one. Uh, I enjoyed it. This is one I would ride again, uh, if I went back to the park. Uh, Ian, what do you got? Um, it's very smooth, and I think that's really it's only characteristic. Oh. characteristic. Well, that's yeah. a good one though. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> it's a very good one. That's what kept me off because my experience on the Alpengeist and the Raptor were like, well, these things get kind of tough. <laughs> well, the key is for me at least because uh, I'm older and yeah. I, I can't, I, I, it's too rough to go those, those sides when it goes side to side. If I get in the front row and I can anticipate, you know, I can see where it's going and I can like kind of get myself ready to go. Race against the yeah, turn. Much better. Uh, I, I really enjoy it then. Uh, yeah, but if I can't see what's coming and I it goes side around. I would have liked it more. I'm afraid with those suspending coasters because the, after the rough treatment, they just let you hanging in the sun. For a long time, and you're trapped, yeah. and I just start to I start to get claustrophobia at the end. So yeah, afterburn. There's like I said, I'd ride that again. Uh, I think we all believe the same thing. Uh, then Intimidator. This is by far, hands down, the best Intimidator ride uh, that exists. Yeah, 305 has nothing on this. Right now, if I had to choose in between Intimidator 305 and Intimidator, I'd ride Intimidator 305. Oh my God, you're insane. You are insane. Please, Chris, enlighten this boy. Yeah, I have to agree that Intimidator is that that was excellent. I love it. so yeah. Sorry, Ian, but yeah. Intimidator, it, it, yeah, that was great. Okay, well, Intimidator is was too intense. 
You talking about the Carowinds Intimidator? Yes, Carowinds Intimidator. It's what it's what tapped me out at the end of the night. We did Fear of Three Two Five, then we walked very quickly over Intimidator and rode it, and then we walked back to Three Two Five. It was it was too much. The Intimidator is what got me. It wasn't Fury Three Two Five, but it was the ride on Intimidator it was too much of my system. It was I something about it was a little bit too intense for me. Wow. I don't even know. I thought I thought it was more intense than Fury Three Two Five or Intimidator Three. What? You thought it was more intense than Intimidator Three Two Five or Three O Five? Yes. Oh, no Intimidator Three O Five. I never had a problem with the King's Dominion, and it might be that I'm a year older now and that I just can't do it as much yeah. anymore. But I'm telling you what, the Intimidator, the Intimidator, worked me over something fierce. Wow. Okay. Well, then let's get to it. The big boy, Fury Three Two Five. The B&M Giga. Uh, so just today, I saw, uh, the day we're recording, should I say, uh, it's going to be a little later than uh, when the listeners listen, they just won for the second year in a row. Uh, Fury 325 was named the world's best steel roller coaster by readers of Amusement Today. So congratulations to Fury 325. And I must say, I have to agree, that coaster is incredible. And if I were to go back to Carowinds, that's the reason I'd go. And if I were to get a Fast Pass Plus, that would be the reason I would get one. Because that ride was so good. The day, the night. Uh, I must say, in the very back, um, it's a little more intense. Uh, so I couldn't ride the I back. Think it was too, I think the, the, back, the back row was too, it was too much. The front row was the greatest ride I've ever been on. Amen. The middle of it was the greatest ride I've ever been on. Amen. The Amen. back row was a little too much. A little too much. I agree. The back row, nah. Front row, oh my God. So good. And at night, oh, wow. The color package they have and that tunnel by the, the entrance of the park. And, oh, man. It was amazing because you have all the, all the people walking in and walking out and all the little kids who weren't tall enough to be on the ride are all just waving. And you're just, you know, it's just fantastic experience to go by and wave them because you, you go over them in one direction and under them the other. Oh, man. Wonderful right. ride. We're going to road trip right now. Let's go. <laughs> that thing again. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's no question. That thing is the best coaster. Um, Ian, do you have anything to add about Fury three two five? I enjoyed the back row more than the front row. Other than that, no. Wow. I, okay. Whew. I don't know. What, I, I don't know. I don't know who I'm raising over here. Ian's a beast. Ian is a beast. He is. All right, Chris. What do you got to say about Fury three two five? It has to be my favorite roller coaster of all time. Definitely. Yeah, well, like uh, I've rode Millennium Force. I mean, Top Thrill. Like this just it's just tops it all. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic ride. What what do you say about front versus back? Um, I mean, I definitely uh, prefer the front row. That's just amen, brother. Amen. But yeah, yeah. But like the back row, I I like the back row, but um, again, it is a little intense. So I agree. Yeah, I do prefer the front row. In the fast lane plus for this particular ride, I mean that paid for itself because those lines got huge, especially in the night. Like the people who tried to get one last ride, I mean, like you said, we got like three or four in in the time it took the regular queue to get in one ride. And of course, it did rain. Including a walk all the way over to Intimidator and back. Yes. So I mean, uh, unbelievable, unbelievable ride. Well, it was the fast lane plus paid for itself on period three to five before the park even opened because. Fury three to five, you got to ride the ride while everyone else stood there and watched you ride it. We went what two or three times? Yeah, we went too many times because we missed the coasterradio.com 
group photo. Oh, boy. So if you go to their website, they have a group photo of everybody uh, who went to the meetup, and we're not there because <laughs> we're on we're on uh, Fury 325. But that's okay. Next time. That was a decent trade-off. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Uh, I, I think that's all I have. Let me uh, go down the rundown. Does anybody have anything to add about this minication that we went to Carowinds? No, I think it was really fun. I think it was a great time. Carowinds is a park I would uh, definitely recommend people to go to. And it was really cool one neat. Yeah, I have to tend to agree. Uh, if you've never been there, it's definitely worth a trip. Uh, just for Furious 325 alone. I mean, that, that ride's incredible. All right. Then. Yeah, if you're if you're a coaster person and you want to ride the best coasters in the world, I mean, you have to go and you have to ride Intimidator and you have to ride Fury 325. And I think they have probably. But uh, I think uh, that will do it for this week's show. I'd like to thank you guys for joining me to discuss this uh, trip. Well, that'll wrap it up for this week's episode. So thanks for listening to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube at Vacationers Podcast. Follow the show on Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you would like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or a review of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast.com at gmail.com. So, until next time, have fun and keep making memories.